Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gops. And this is stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world. Thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Billy, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I just, just that you still every episode say this is the biggest podcast in the world. It's not, but I like to say it. Listen, for a I moment, know. for a week, for two weeks, I was bigger than Oprah. And it yeah. felt good. So was it for that long? Hey. Hey, hey listen. Chris today, is here. Two weeks, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Stu Gatz, why do you have a Dwayne Wade jersey hanging up behind you? That's a uh, great Dan question. gave it to me, and uh, I was supposed to give it to someone for charity, and I didn't. Wait, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Dan gave you a Dwayne Wade jersey? I got to be honest. When we uh, when we cleared out the 790 the ticket studios and offices, uh, when they kicked us out, okay, <laughs> um, that was hanging. The Dwayne Wade jersey was hanging on a wall in the office in Hollywood. 
And so we were packing it all up and, uh, you know, I just happened to take it. And so, <laughs> but the uh, studio didn't shut down after you guys left. Why'd you guys like clear out a studio that was still going to remain? A well, no, studio? <laughs> this. So so our office and studio were in two different locations. Oh, OK, the office. So okay. the office was in Hollywood, the business office. The studio was was in okay. Miami I was the studio. My yeah. bad. So I took it off the office wall and just put it on my wall. Hmm. It's got to have some value. It's autographed, you know? Want to like, see what else I have, Bill? Yeah, I, I actually do kind of want to go through everything that you have behind you because you look like you have like a chalice or something at the top of that. What is that? Be careful. You almost knocked it off the top yeah, shelf. Yeah, about to fall. Oh, the, chal- uh, the chalice is, is just a chalice. Gator. It's a Florida gator chalice. Got That's it. All. Plastic, yeah. That's, That's okay. You also had a gator football he put down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to realize we just have a bunch of knickknacks, not a bunch of value here. So. No, this is my prized possession right here. Okay? Is it? This is a Miami Heat ball. Yeah. You're not even a Heat fan. Also yeah, for charity. Yeah, but it's got LeBron's signature, Wade's oh, signature, wow. Riley's signature, and uh, Bosch and the entire team. It's the first championship they won. Oh. But that ball looks like a knockoff like Walmart ball. It has like a Heat logo on it and everything. That doesn't look uh, like a real ball. It does have a Heat logo. It's a Spalding ball. I have no yeah. idea if it's... Yeah, it's... Why it's, don't you uh, put that in a case or something so that you don't smudge the, the like autographs? right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get mayo all over my fingers. Just <laughs> <laughs> so a little bite of roast beef. Ah, <laughs> like a little sub. Oh. Um, that's a very valuable ball. You're right, Billy. I should probably encase it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I'll get it. You have a baseball. Do it. <laughs> you got a baseball up there too. Is that anything important or not really? It's just a baseball. Looks like it's in a case. It does. Oh, someone just fell. <laughs> someone. Yeah. It's, oh, this is my little. Uh, it's like a Jerry Garcia figurine that a listener sent it me. It was someone. Oh, yeah, good. I told you, Jerry. Yeah, just strumming the guitar. Keep him Do right you ever here. get really stoned and that thing comes to life? Yeah, it talks to you <laughs> every night. <laughs> Like Toy Story. Yes. <laughs> Who signed this baseball? I have no idea. Oh, Billy, uh, Billy, when you were a kid, did you ever bust into your room real quick just to yes. catch your toys? <laughs> yes, just to see if my toys would like be a little slow that day and not come to life <laughs> or not go back to sleep when I got in there. It's got? a Dan Ugla autographed baseball. You are such a fraud taking free shit. Like all your stuff, it's nothing meaningful to you. It's just shit you've gotten for free. Wait, hold like, on. I think I have something else in the closet over here. Be like, in the closet over there. He should have a Knicks jersey, you know, a ball signed by his favorite player growing up. No, it's just all free shit he got. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, Jerry Garcia, figure it out. Oh, yeah, Jerry yeah. Garcia. Comes to life when I'm hot. I'm going to go uh, check the closet real quick. You go do that. That's important. to guys. Welcome, Chris. Welcome to hey. Stupidity. How long has it been? Oh, man. When was the last time? I feel like it's always Tim Kirchner related when I come on here. I'm yeah. excited. We're talking to him today, right? Yeah, we are. We're going to talk to <laughs> Tim Kirchner a little bit later. We also are working on a project with Chris behind the scenes that I don't know if it's going to live here, if it's going to live on God Bless Football, but stay tuned for that. It's going to, yes. you know, we'll figure that out maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, I think or maybe Billy's we really going to like this one. Yeah. Ooh. The project or what you're going to show us? <laughs> I have a headache. Have you guys eaten today? I haven't eaten enough today. I ate. Uh, I just had a, a bite of roast beef. What'd you What'd you eat, Chris? What did I eat? I had a bagel Ooh. and cream cheese. I'm, a, I'm, nice. in, I'm, I'm into sesame, sesame bagels right now. Are you? I, I go through phases with bagels. Sometimes I'm a plain guy. Sometimes I'm a cinnamon raisin guy. Sometimes I'm an, I'm an everything guy. Right now, I am in a sesame phase. Are you ever huh. a poppy guy? Poppy, eh, at, like I, it, that, that's like on the uh, there's what's the Char Hut has the poppy seeds, right? Yeah, I don't love poppy yeah. seeds. Yeah, but you love Char Hut though. 
I do love char hats. You like the cheese, like the cheese one, the four cheese or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, Asiago, like that four cheese bagel type. Yeah, thing. yeah. So uh, we're gonna one type. We're gonna talk to Tim Kirchin here in just a uh, just a second because the three of us love Tim Kirchin. Mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't? But uh, Bill, I think you'll really appreciate this. Okay, this now, is in a case, so it's yeah, valuable. This is in a case, right? Oh, three balls. This no, is like five. Now I actually did purchase this at a charity. Okay, I did. I had the winning bid. I believe this. I believe this. Mm -hmm. I did. 2005 World Series champions. So there's three balls in there. One is signed by Mike Lowell. One is signed by Josh Beckett. And the other one is signed by Trader Jack. How about that? Wow. One in 2003, not 2005. Oh, well, someone wrote it wrong on the plaque. I mean, but I'm not you, joking. Hold on a second. Did you, buy a red, did you buy a Red Sox? That's what I was thinking you were doing. I was like, the first two names in 05, I was like, was that when the Red Sox won? Yeah, I was like, what do you care about the Red Sox? Does it say 2005 for real? <laughs> hold on, let me see. I'm just picturing Stu Gatz <laughs> spending thousands of dollars on an 05 Marlins championship celebration. It, it, it's, it's an 03. I read it wrong. Okay. Mark, Mark Lowell, Jack Beckett. <laughs> Mark Lowell, Josh McKeon. <laughs> but Billy, that's pretty nice. Look at a little Marlin logo right there. How about that? That's pretty cool. I have I have two pieces of of cool memorabilia. One is actually cool. One is just cool for me that I want to display behind me, but I need to figure out the proper way to do it because one of them is a football helmet that's autographed, and the other is a basketball that's autographed but i need to like get shelves that are big enough yeah for those items so it's a little dicey right yeah. uh now i have the basketball not only is it not encased it's sitting on the chalice that i showed you earlier wow <laughs> and jerry's playing music oh my god the mushrooms are kicking in <laughs> <laughs> all right are you guys excited for uh for tim kirchin i feel like baseball is getting buried here like Football starts, we forget about baseball, and it's totally unfair to baseball because baseball is having a great season, an exciting season. I was thinking about that driving in today to the show where, so yesterday Aaron Judge hits home run number 60, right? Um, I remember where I was when Mark McGuire hit number 62. Like, it was a huge deal. Everyone was chasing, and not chasing, but like watching every yes. game. They'd cut into every at-bat, and this is kind of just happening. I mean, obviously, it's not the home run record, but... This is just kind of happening, and it's just forgotten because football season's in the middle of going on. Where were well, you? the networks? Would go, you're right. The networks, Chris, would would cut into. Uh, I'm sorry. What'd you say there? I just want to know where he was. He said he knows where he was when Mark did uh, that home run. It's such a better question than right there where I was going. Uh, where were you, Billy? Go ahead. Tell us it's exactly a, where you were, Chris. Do you remember where you were before no, Billy tells us? I have no, no idea where. I was. <laughs> so it's a it's a good question, and I'm going to be mocked. And uh, people are going to come after me when I tell you where I was, especially based on some things I have said on the show in the past regarding uh, space science. But I was at an astronomy club meeting in like sixth or seventh grade. And it was the day that we were going to go up to the, the big telescope and they were going to open the, uh, the big thing and everyone's going to be able to look through the big telescope. And I remember that I was there because like parents were allowed at that meeting because it was like at night and it was like whatever so they're like your parents can come they can look in the big telescope or whatever too right um and at the time my dad had a beeper because that was what yes. was going on at that time <laughs> he had a beeper and instead of like beeping him with the number to call back they just started beeping him 62 right so 
we also were very confused. We're like, 62, what the hell does that mean? Like, and who was this? We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure out the code. And then eventually we got home and we found out, oh, he hit his 62nd home run. That's what the 62 was for. But we didn't know if it was like supposed to be code for something that someone was sending. Um, and that's, uh, man. that was my night. Beepers had a time, man. Yeah, Still got, yeah. Did you know, like you came up in that time. So was there a time when you knew all the codes for beeping? Like what was the beeping code for like, let's get high? Stugat strikes me as a two to three beeper person. You know Is what I mean? Like, I feel like I had, had more one than beeper. one. No, I no had way. one beeper. No, I had one beeper. Uh, the beeper to get high. Four twenty or something. No, no, it was um, yeah, four twenty. That's what yeah. it was. That was the code to get high. Yes, you're right. Four twenty <laughs> still is till this day. <laughs> Wait, Chris, I like the idea of when people say I remember exactly where I was. You ask, pressing them on exactly where they were. <laughs> like, do you have a remember where I was moment for you in sports? I was gonna say not in sports. The only one that I go to is like nine eleven. I know it's not oh, a happy on, memory, man. but that's like that's like when you say to me, "Where were you?" I remember yes. where I was. Blank. It's like. You know, in my class in sixth grade, sure. journalism class. You were in sixth grade. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. And God. it was I was in, I was in like it was my first year of of middle school, but I was in journalism. Like we had a class that was actually journalism. It was yeah. that was my first day. I've told you guys about my time as a uh, muni bond salesman for uh, First Miami Securities, and I would just you know go through the phone book in West Palm Beach Murray's. and find guys who were named Murray and give them a call. That my first day of work was nine eleven at that place. Yeah. So Sorry I remember for bringing exactly. us here. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Let's go to a happier place. Tim Kirchin. Driveway. His driveway. Stu <laughs> yeah. Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. I have been enjoying ice-cold Miller Lights for as long as I can remember. In fact, I enjoyed some over the weekend. As the Knicks beat the Sixers in advance of the second round, me and my friends, we sat around, we celebrated. With ice-cold Miller Lights, what did we do? We made fun of Joel Embiid. Oh, I love it. The Knicks. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Where are you right now, Tim Kirchin? 
I am in my daughter's driveway. She lives seven minutes from my house. I am uh, doing grandfather duties this afternoon, and this saves me a little time to do it from her driveway, and then I'll go in and take care of my grandson for a little while. Oh, my God. I imagine, guys, you agree, right? Oh. There is not a better grandfather oh. out there than Tim Kirchett, huh? Oh, Sign me up. Not, no. That's, <laughs> you asked me, I answered your question, as I always do. I know, That's but why right. are you being so humble? I imagine, like, you would be in my top five grandpas of all time. I mean. <laughs> Tim, what, with your daughter living so close to you, what are you most likely to call her and need help with? Like, some sort of electronic? Like, what, what do you need help from your daughter with the most often? Uh, well, the cell phone is always the number one thing. Um, anything on a computer is the number two thing. I mean, I, 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 I'm not kidding with you guys. I am so terrible at so many things, but anything technological, it just, it scares me. And I think I'm going to foul it up. So I give it to somebody really smart. Who's young, who understands this stuff. Every time my son comes to town, he goes, need any help with your phone, dad? I mean, that's like the first thing he says, cause I do. I'm jealous of Tim. I, so I can't I. wait to be a grandfather, honestly. Billy, really? Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only. You just became a father. Tim, I'm only wait. 15 months into being a father, but I can't wait to being a grandfather already. Well, it's been a, it's been great. Um, our, our grandson is 21 months. I see him every day. He lived in our house with his mom and his dad in our house for 10 months. So from three months to 13 months, he lived in our house. So I got to see him grow up. Then they finally sold their house, finally bought a new house, and now they only live seven minutes away. So I get to see him every single day, usually twice a day because they're so close. Uh, Tim, in an odd way, Billy's right. Like being a being a grandparent, my dad says this to me all the time, is actually better than being a parent because you'll take care of the grandkid and then you hand them off to the actual parents, right? Like you get all the good parts of it, right, Tim? Yeah, but that that's just a cliche, Stu Guts. To uh, me, the best part, seriously, all kidding aside, is that when you when you're a grandfather, you, your daughter's involved in the process also, meaning there's an extra person involved in the process and that's what makes it so good but when you have your own child it's just you and your wife but now it's you and your wife and your daughter who had a baby so she's connected in different ways it's it's fantastic i'd be interested to see how this plays out over years with tim because billy i can give you a little advice the grandparents love the kids the first like two and a half three oh years. come on once these kids get to like three and a half four my daughter's four and a half now and they right. become a handful not as easy to reach these grandparents once they get into like past the four year, like the first few years, they love it. They love all this. And then once they get to be four, gets harder. One, oh my God. And my dad, my parents are harder to reach than they were a couple years ago. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a lot of fun together. The basement there, there's a batting tee down in the basement with a Fred Flintstone sized bat kind of oh. thing. You're so he in the game. He hits off of that. He hits left-handed. He just picked it up. He swings left-handed oh, every you time. Love that. You love it. Throws right-handed. And there's a little basketball hoop there. Uh, so he can dunk it. And so can I. And um, he, so he knows, he knows the idea of hitting a baseball and shooting a basketball, which makes uh, Pop-Pop here very happy. Ah, uh, Pop-Pop. That's so great. Timmy, on those small baskets, you try to do like windmill dunks and stuff, like all the good stuff? <laughs> you do, right? I, I, I used to do that. <laughs> but, do you have any? When I went, yeah. When I went on my honeymoon, this was 38 years ago. I found a uh, 
an outdoor court in in Hawaii wow. and I bought a basketball and I dunked on the outdoor court because it was only like seven feet high and I was only 27 years old. So I brought, we made a movie of our trip to Maui for our honeymoon. It was the stupidest thing I've ever done. I want to see it. I, I brought it home and I showed it to some, some family members, including my uncle, who, who's a great sports fan and, and everything else. And he, he actually asked, is that a regulation size hoop? And I had to say, Uncle, Uncle Bob, it's seven feet high, not 10. It's seven. It's the only way I can dunk it. Tim, of all the things to do on your honeymoon, you were playing basketball by yourself. That's not all he was doing. No, Maybe. we we there was a I found a court and my wife was kind of filming the whole trip to Maui. So I thought it might be fun to film stupid dad or stupid husband dunking it on his honeymoon on a seven foot basket. So yes, I wasn't playing. I was just dunking. And then I got tired. And after a while, I couldn't dunk it anymore. Tim, if you caught the, uh, the baseball that Aaron judge hit out of Yankee stadium last night, would you have given that thing back for nothing? Uh, well, look, Stu guys, you're asking the wrong guy. Yes. yes. I would have given it back for <laughs> nothing it's 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 something that should be in the hall of fame somewhere this is not a money thing i don't want any money for that and as a member of the media that would be a raging conflict of interest anyway uh, a writer catches the home run ball and then wants something in return no that's not happening but even if i was just a fan i would give it to somebody who could really use it like aaron judge or give it to the hall of fame where it belongs Billy's been railing against Aaron Judge this week on uh, oh. on the show with Dan. He has his exactly. over it. I'm not even certain I disagree with him, but but I'll let Billy speak for himself. But you're the best in the business at doing this. Uh, can you put what Judge is doing right now into some sort of historical perspective for baseball fans? Well, it's one of the best seasons that I've seen and I've covered for 42 years. And but let let's be clear: as great as this has been. And it might be the best season of the last 10 years, which is really saying something because Mike Trout 2013 had an incredible season. You can make a case this was as good, if not better, than Miguel Cabrera's Triple Crown season. But once you go back further than that, once you get into Barry Bonds territory, we're going just by the statistics. Uh, you know, Barry Bonds, just go look at those numbers. They are ridiculous. And then, of course, when you go back to Ted Williams, Ted Williams had at least three of these seasons that Judge is having right now. And if he hadn't missed three prime years of his career to military service, he probably would have had three more of these seasons. And Babe Ruth had eight, nine, ten of these seasons. That's how great they are. And it's it's apples and oranges to compare Williams era and Babe Ruth's era. But I've had people ask me, is this the greatest season that anyone's ever had? And no, it's not. But See? it is spectacular on every level. That's what I've been telling them all week, Tim, and they just don't listen to me. I'm like, hey, enough, you know, Aaron Judge. He's doing it's cool, but it's not historically that impressive. It's historically really impressive. Oh. But again, we don't give Ted Williams <laughs> enough credit for what he did. And let's remember when he played, you know, there were only eight teams. 
you know, baseball, the best athletes in the country were playing baseball. They, they weren't losing players to football and basketball and track and field. And even though he faced very few pitchers in comparison to the number that Aaron Judge faces today, uh, he saw some pretty darn good pitchers in his day. And I don't think facing Bob Feller four times in a game was a particularly great assignment for a hitter. So I just want to make sure as we celebrate Aaron Judge, which we should, that we don't forget about all the players that came before him. Why is Aaron Judge not getting walked more? I saw some stat about like he's Barry Bonds got walked so much more than Aaron Judge. What's going on there? Well, Barry Bonds got 120 intentional walks in one season. (laughs) That that was yeah. Yes. Yes. But that was because Barry Bonds was the most devastating hitter most of us have ever seen. I mean, for me, it's it's Ruth Williams and Bonds, you know, just going by the statistics. Uh, but I, I'm surprised that that they pitch to judge as much as they do. That's the answer to the question. But he's so much better a hitter now than he was three years ago, not just with power and strength. He's just become a really good hitter. And if he wins the Triple Crown at his size and leadoff, playing center field, uh, that will only add to the majesty of this spectacular season he's having. Uh, Tim, if he's not a Yankee next year, what's the most likely team Aaron Judge will play for? Marlins. Please say Marlins. Please. Ooh, he's not uh, saying Marlins, Chris. He's not saying Marlins. Well, let him answer. Stu, guys. Maybe he crossed. is. Yeah. Right. Um, I, the answer is I don't know, but I'm going to say the Giants. The Giants are in big trouble right now. They are a subpar offensive team. They need some star power on that team immediately. They have room for him. I think they have money for him. And if they're going to run at all with the Padres moving forward and more important with the Dodgers over the next 10 years, they better add an impact hitter. Of course, judges from that area. To me, he's a perfect fit with the Giants. That doesn't mean he's going to the Giants. You asked me about a logical choice. That's at least a logical guess. How much of a mistake did the Yankees make by lowballing Aaron Judge in the offseason and not locking him in? Because they probably cost themselves, what, upwards of $75 million? Yeah, I think it'll be more than $75 million. I think he's going to get I think he's going to get $35 million a year for eight, nine, maybe even 10 years, depending on even though he's going to be 31 next season. Um, yeah, that, whatever contract he gets next year is going to start with a three instead of a two. But I'm not sure the Yankees felt like it was a complete low ball situation. Remember, he'd never had a season quite like this before. He got hurt an awful lot. And he was, you know, 30 years old, not 25. That's a big difference. But will they regret not upping that offer? They probably will. But, again, I still think they're right there to, to sign him. Let's say he wins the Triple Crown, he wins the MVP, and they win the World Series. Uh, how in the world are they going to justify let, letting that, that guy get away? Are there any hitters in baseball that you look at and they put up numbers and you just don't buy them as a good hitter? My nominee is always going to be Giancarlo Stan. I think he guesses. I, I see him stare at too many fastballs right down the middle for strike three. I think he is a guy that doesn't have, like, he's the opposite of Miguel Cabrera in terms of he can get fooled by a curveball and still hit a base hit to right field. Who is, like, the best statistical player that Tim Kirchner's not buying as a great hitter? I like that. 
Well, that's a pretty good choice in Stanton, because as we know, you can pitch rather easily to him when he's not swinging well. I had I had a talent evaluator tell me that uh, Stanton is the weirdest hitter I've ever seen. Yes. I said, weirdest? What does that mean? He goes, I've never seen anyone hit a ball harder than him. And when he's locked in, I've never seen anyone hit it harder or farther than him. But when he's not locked in, when he's at his worst, uh, he's as easy and out as there is in the American League. That's what a guy, a, a talent evaluator told me. So he got another big hit last night. And if they're going to win, he's got to move. He's got to start swinging again like he did, has in the postseason the last couple of years. So he, he has an odd statistical line most years. Uh, there, There's no doubt about that. Tim, do you despise football a bit from this standpoint? Like baseball dominates the summer and then like baseball's having a great season. The Mets are good. The Yankees are good. The Dodgers are good. The Cardinals are good. Pujols is doing his thing. You have Judge doing his thing. They have all the right teams with the exception of maybe the Boston Red Sox that Major League Baseball would want in their postseason. And yet football starts and it swallows the entire sport up. So I'm wondering, do you despise football? Do you hate it? No, no, I like football. I like to watch football. I I don't understand football anymore. Again, I'm 65 years old. And ever since they went to the bubble screen and the skinny post, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. I I used to watch when guys would play the entire game instead of, oh, he's a pass rusher, only plays on third down. Look, I think football is really cool still, but um, it was a better game when I grew up watching it when uh, there was, you know, you could – it was harder to be a quarterback back then. Let's put it that way. You could hit people. I'm not suggesting I like people getting hurt or getting hit because it's the most violent game I've ever seen. It scares the life out of me. I just think the game was better back in the uh, 60s and 70s and 80s. Sorry, It's it's soft now. Just say football has gotten a little soft for your liking, Tim. Well, look, I'm five foot four and 140 pounds, and I've never really truly been hit in football in my life. So mm. I'm the last guy that should be saying that. <laughs> I just think it's a tough physical game, and it's not as tough and physical as it used to be. Yeah. You, you like what you're seeing out of Tua so far, Tim? Yeah, what do you, you think? It? You yeah, in, you went on two Tua? in or two out? Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched him play since he threw oh. that one pass for Alabama to win the whatever what? it was. That was ridiculous. <laughs> he, he's a really accurate passer, though, right? That's yeah. What it's a, do, do yourself a favor. Don't watch anything between that game and this past week's game <laughs> in Baltimore, where he threw for 469 yards and six touchdowns. Just watch yeah. those two, and you'll you'll know all you need to on him. All right. Well, I don't watch. I like football. I just don't have time to watch it, yeah. especially during the baseball season, because it's really interesting now. And I'm not huddled around my TV on a Sunday. But Tim, he's no Sid Luckman. I mean, that's it. Period. End of discussion. <laughs> Tim, going back to judge for a minute. Do you think obviously MLB is trying to capitalize on streaming services and all that? Do you think that it may come back to bite them if Aaron Judge hits number 62 on Friday on Apple TV where you would have to have that specific subscription to watch it? Yeah, that that wouldn't be good, but you know, this is this is how it works now. This is how the world works now. Um, you know, I'm I'm at my daughter's house right now and they they don't have like re- a regular television. They have a regular television. I don't know how they get shows on the television like in my house you turn the tv on and you hit a couple buttons and hey there's espn and there's fox 
I don't know how their television works. Yeah. So uh, that's how the, the world works now. So even though, yes, it would be unfortunate if only a few people got to see Aaron Judge hit 62 on a Friday night. This is the way the game works and it's the way the world works and we just have to deal with it. Well, how, how are you going to watch? Do you know how to access that? Like, are you going to be able you to call see his daughter? <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out because I, you know, I have the extra innings package, but I don't think it's on the extra no. innings package. No, so, just plus. Right. All right. Well, then I'm going to have to figure that out in the next 48 hours where <laughs> I'm going to watch the game on Friday night. Tim, we used to work there. They give you a username and password. You have it. You can find it. Well, again, nobody's worse at <laughs> this stuff than me. Yeah. I'll hey, but Tim, to, to your point, Tim, to your point, it's so funny because when we left ESPN and we were on television and now we're on YouTube, my daughter said, finally, you're on a channel that I watch. So it's like, <laughs> right. you know, it's crazy. Uh, Tim, we were talking about ballparks that give you goosebumps earlier this week when you walk in. Right. Uh, Jess was talking about Wrigley Field. I talked about the first time I walked to the Yankee Stadium. So on the way out here so you can get back to being a grandfather and uh, and we'll leave you alone. I'm wondering uh, top five parks for Tim Kirchner that he walks into and he gets goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Well, Fenway is always number one because it's the oldest one. And every time I walk in there, I think, oh, my gosh, Ted Williams played right out there and Babe Ruth pitched right there. And the dimensions are still the same. So that will always be number one for me. Uh, Wrigley Field is number two just because of the same idea, the history and the age of that place and how much it's changed over the years. And I just love that place. So that's two. And then Marlins um, Park. Pardon me? Marlins Mar- Park three. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting Pro Player that. Stadium. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh Yankee Stadium is number three just because even though it's the new Yankee Stadium, Mm. somehow I've been able to transfer that history across the street. So many great games there. Dodger Stadium, which is the third oldest ballpark in America. uh, That's number four. And number five is kind of a hometown park for me. It's Camden Yards in Baltimore just because this renaissance of new ballparks, the, the cozy old time feel to them. It was all started by Camden Yard. So those are, those would be my five, one through five in order. Not the drop, huh? Yeah. 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 (laughs) O-L-I. All right, right, Timmy. Timmy, who do you have winning the World Series? Who's going to win it, Tim? Dodgers? Uh, uh, I've got the Dodgers playing the Astros. Wow. I've got the Dodgers winning the World Series. Fellas, you seeing what they're doing there. They're 58 games over 500. They're, they're, they have the best pitching team, hitting team, and defensive team in the league. And they just, they're going to, they're going to win 112 or 14 games. And they're devastating. Would and they got a bunch rather, of injury. Would baseball rather see Yankees Dodgers or Yankees Mets? Baseball, not you, just, just baseball. Um, I think baseball would rather see Yankees Dodgers, but I think Yankees Mets would be spectacular there are a lot of really great matchups ahead and that's why this postseason is going to be tremendous especially in the national league all right tim uh we miss you and we love you and uh we appreciate the time doing this from your daughter's driveway you're supposed to be watching the kids who's watching the kids tim well he's taking a nap he'll be up any yes. minute and oh, i just wanted to be up already i just wanted to be here 
my daughter's in the house. I just came oh, over to help. Oh, thank her. goodness. Oh, good, good. Right. I knew no, that. I, I knew. I mean, not... These guys, what do you, you guys take Tim for? I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. A guy who would leave his grandson, right. his Left my grandson. to come talk baseball with us? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not going to happen. Sorry. You, you said your, your, your little uh, grandson is a lefty. Do we have him? Like, any player comps yet? Huh? Uh, well, he's a left-handed hitter, so he already reminds me a lot of George Brett. I know that sounds ridiculous, wow. but wow, he batted 391 one year. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it was 390, but yeah. Oh, sorry, oh. Oh. I was just—I was making sure he was paying attention. That's all. Yeah. Does, your, does your grandchild also have anger issues? Uh, no, uh. <laughs> no, he, he's great. He's a he's a great kid. So all is well. I got to go take care of him. Okay, all right, good. Yeah. good. Yeah. Take, right. Get out of here. We love you. We miss you. <laughs> get out of here. Thank you for the time. Okay, guys. See you. Stop yelling at us. See Thanks, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got to figure out how to turn this off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.